Chapter Seventeen of the Explanation of Catholic Morals. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Explanation of Catholic Morals by John H. Stapleton. Chapter Seventeen What We Believe. Our first duty to God and the first obligation imposed upon us by the first commandment is faith or belief in god we must know him belief is solely a matter of knowing it is one way of apprehending or getting possession of a truth there are other ways of acquiring knowledge by the senses for instance seeing hearing etc and by our intelligence or reason when truth comes to us through the senses it is called experience if the reason presents it it is called science if we use the facility of the soul known as faith it is belief you will observe that belief experience and science have one and the same object namely truth these differ only in the manner of apprehending truth belief relies on the testimony of others experience on the testimony of the senses science on that of the reason what i believe i get from others what i experience or understand i owe to my individual self i neither believe nor understand that hartford exists i see it i neither understand nor see that rome exists i believe it i neither see nor believe that two parallel lines will never meet i reason it out i understand it now it is beside the question here to object that belief or what we believe may or may not be true neither is all that we see nor all that our reason produces true human experience and human reason like all things human may err here we simply remark that truth is the object of our belief as it is the object of our experience and of understanding we shall later see that if human belief may err faith or divine belief cannot mislead us cannot be false neither is it in order here to contend that belief of its very nature is something uncertain that it is synonymous of opinion or if it supposes a judgment that judgment is formidolos liable at any moment to be changed or contradicted the testimony of the senses and of reason does not always carry certain conviction we may or may not be satisfied with the evidence of human belief as for the divine or faith it is certain or it is not at all and who would not be satisfied with the guarantee offered by the word of god and the truths we believe are those revealed by god received by us through a double agency the written and the oral word known as scripture and tradition scripture is contained in the two testaments 
tradition is found in the bosom the life of the church of christ in the constant and universal teachings of that church the scripture being a dead letter cannot explain or interpret itself yet since it is applied to the ever-varying lives of men it needs an explanation and an interpretation it is practically of no value without it and in order that the truth thus presented be accepted by men it is necessary of prime necessity that it have the guarantee of infallibility this infallibility the church of christ possesses else his mission were a failure this infallibility is to control the vagaries of tradition for tradition of its very nature tends to exaggeration as we find in the legends of the ancient peoples exaggerated they destroy themselves but in the bosom of god's church these truths forever retain their character unchanged and unchangeable if you accept the truth the whole truth and nothing but the truth as revealed by god and delivered to man by the infallible church from the bible and tradition you have what is called ecclesiastical catholic or true faith there is no other true faith it is even an open question whether there is any faith at all outside of this for outside the church there is no reasonable foundation for faith and our faith must be reasonable however granting that such a thing can be the faith of him who takes and leaves off the divine word is called divine faith he is supposed to ignore invincibly a portion of revealed truth but he accepts what he knows if he knew something and refused to embrace it he would have no faith at all the same is true of one who having once believed believes no longer he impeaches the veracity of god and therefore cannot further rely on his word lastly it matters not at all what kind of truths we believe from god truth is truth always and ever we may not be able to comprehend what is revealed to us and little the wonder our intelligence is not infinite and god's is many things that men tell us we believe without understanding god deserves our trust more than men our incapacity for understanding all that faith teaches us proves one thing that there are limits to our powers which may be surprising to some but is nevertheless true end of chapter seventeen recording by john brandon